What's going on, everyone? Scriptwriter Steve, right here. You've reached Barbecue to Movies. That's my podcast. Yeah, today is March 16th, 2021. It is currently 2.01 a.m. in the morning. It's another one of those late night podcasts. Yeah, I'm talking it up late here, right after I burned the midnight oil. Well, I think a lot of you are wondering how my barbecue went. Yeah, I had a little get-together this weekend. Had a lot of my old photography club members here. You know, we didn't get to... I, whoop, I'm sorry, I have to back that up there. You know, during COVID, we weren't getting together. I guess the beginning of COVID, we weren't, get, we weren't getting together. Then we got sick of it. And then we broke the rules. We had a peaceful protest. We, you know, we got together and we called it a peaceful protest. And we're still getting, to, getting together, calling it a peaceful protest. Even though we can legally get together right now. So it's really great that we're not breaking any rules. But I have to admit that we weren't wearing any mask and we weren't social distance, distancing ourselves from each other. Um, we did do the fist bump thing though, instead of the handshake. I think we did a few hugs and uh, we just had a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, it's not too bad because half of us there, I think maybe one quarter of us there were maybe vaccinated and the others are starting to get back. I think they're starting to get vaccinated or, or there will be. Uh, I'm not sure if I am. I'm sure. I think one of my friends, they've decided not to get vaccinated and that's fine. Uh, Pitmaster Keith, by the way, he is fully vaccinated. He was there. He's been grandfathered into our photography club. But anyway, if you're wondering, you know, how our I guess my barbecue, I think I was talking about my barbecue uh, last week that I actually used hickory wood because I was out of wood and I had to buy hickory wood from Lowe's, right? And I kind of had this huge spiel about how I had to chop the wood and everything like that. And uh, well, I didn't tell you how it tasted. Well, it tasted great. It really surprised me on how great it came out. Um, the hickory flavor Man, it is different than the Kiave flavor. Um, is it better? You know, I don't think it's better. A lot of my um, friends, they said they didn't like it better. It's just different. It's really interesting because it's not as strong. It's known as a strong smoking wood, right? It's, no, it's known to really infuse a lot of flavor into meat. And no doubt about it, there was a lot of flavor to go around in this pork shoulder and in this pulled pork. But it wasn't as much as the Kiave. It Kiave infuses a lot more smoke flavor into your. I'm sorry about that. That's my cell phone right here. Let me turn that on vibrate. You know that happens when you're recording live. Let me make sure this other phone is on vibrate. <laughs> yeah, I still get messages here while I podcast. Right. So anyway, yeah, Kiave. It tends to infuse uh, the smoke deeper into the middle of the meat because it's just a lot stronger. Again, re remember, Kiave is a version of mesquite. It is not mesquite. It's just a different breed of mesquite, right? It's in the same family, the same phylum. And uh, but anyway, the as far as uh, as far as hickory versus Kiave, Kiave I think wins that battle. But hickory has a very nice second or third bite because because when you I guess when you get the second or third bite of that uh, pulled pork in your mouth, oh, it's just great. And uh, again, the, it was just really juicy uh, because I smoked it with a, a, water, a water pan. Whenever you smoke 
always use a water pan unless you're smoking a bird. Unless you're smoking turkey or unless you're smoking um, chicken, then a water pan is a must. If you use a water pan, if you're when you're smoking a turkey or you're smoking any type of bird, that skin is going to come out really, really rubbery and you don't want that. All right. Anyway. So as far as, uh, you know, my weekend, uh, it was pretty cool. You know, I didn't do any podcast because, because it was really busy. You know, on the weekend, I was having fun. I, I can't break my, I can't break my, um, my, my fun, my barbecue party to actually, you know, do my podcast. That would be rude. And plus, I like barbecue, I like partying better than doing this podcast, to be quite honest. So let, let's be, you know, very truthful with, with each other. Um, but that also brings me to a topic right now that I wanted to talk about, uh, which is social distancing and mask. And do they work? Um, that is a question. I think it's a debate that we have to have. Uh, it's for some reason, it's become quite a bit of a dogma on the left because, uh, and when I say dogma, um, it, you know, when you, when you say dogma, it's, they are beliefs. Not really based in science and evidence, but more on faith. So that's what really a dogma is. And mask wearing is mask wearing and social distancing, believe it or not, is a dogma. And I'll get into that after I get back from the break. I'll get into the very specifics of that. Because if we follow the science as though the left, you know, the left always tells us, you know, you guys have to all follow the science, right? And if you follow the science, it doesn't really lead you down the path to wearing masks and to social distancing. It's not healthy for you on many levels. And I think the majority of my audience out there, you may already agree with me because I think the majority of you there are conservative. Oh yeah, by the way, I am conservative. I'm not a racist. I'm not a white supremacist. In fact, I'm not white. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of emails, by the way. People asking me, well, how can you not be white when your last name is Young? You do know that Young is a Chinese last name. It just isn't for Brigham Young or Steve. Yes, my name is Steve Young, like the former quarterback of the 49ers, who is white and is related to Brigham Young of the Mormon family. But all Youngs are not white. In fact, there's a lot of youngs who are flat out Chinese. Okay, so for all of you liberals who emailed me some hate mail and said, wow, you can't be Chinese, Stephen, your last name is Young. Well, that's what the same thing the federal government said to me when I tried to apply for a, a federal, I guess, program that included giving business to minorities. This is back when I was 18 years old, started my first company. I said, hey, wait a minute, they have a program for minorities? Why don't, I told my business partner back then, why don't we apply for that? Because you're full Japanese and I'm full Chinese and we're both minorities. His last name was a Portuguese last name uh, because through through um, his, his mother who married into, a, into someone who was part Portuguese, and my last name is Young, and then we both didn't apply, we didn't, we didn't actually qualify because of our last names, and we even sent them pictures of ourselves, and they said, well, you, don't, you really don't look Asian enough. <laughs> so I'm not sure who the hell was, was uh, I guess, uh, you know, proving those, those programs, but we didn't qualify because we were not minorities. Can you believe that? I can't believe that to this very day. Okay, so I'm going to cut the commercial, guys. And when I get back, 
We're going to talk more about this social distancing and mask, all right? We're going to get straight into that. We're going to get to the bottom of the science, and we're going to follow it. And let's see where it heads us. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, eloping, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S, that's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So, look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So, visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. everyone i'm back from the commercial break are you i'm gonna listen to this song get myself in the mood to talk about mask yeah that and social distancing i'm not sure if i want to social distance myself from this song yet because i'm feeling it right now yeah oh yeah gets me into the mood, that question mood, do you question your reality right now, your existence right now, are we living in a matrix of stupidity, yeah I think so, oh this is great, I'm gonna let it play a little longer, I'm feeling it, okay, I'm gonna fade it out. <laughs> All right, everyone. I'm sorry if I let that music go just a little bit too long, but I was feeling it. I was feeling it. All right. So let's get to the bottom of this social distancing and mask wearing nonsense. Now, when I call it nonsense, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. I'm not trying to be an anti-masker or saying that this is a breach, um, I guess, of our freedoms. Now, I do believe it is a breach of our freedoms because we're being fed, you know, a lie. And that's the reason why I think it's a breach of our freedoms. But if there was a scientific fact that said, hey, you know what, masks and social distancing actually do work, well, then I would actually say, well, I think you, have, I think you actually have a point there. But I, wanna, I want you to flash back to around the beginning of 2020, right? And we thought, well, you know, we, we saw this virus coming. And uh, we really didn't know much about it. You know, we were caught in the dark. We were just saying, we were, we didn't know what to do and fear enveloped a lot of us, okay? Even myself, I thought, okay, you know, I was one of the first ones out there on my Facebook page to say, hey, you know what? This looks bad. And I was saying it when it was breaking up, breaking out in China, then it went to Korea and Japan. I said, this is going to be bad, everyone. This what this is something real here. And it's a lot worse than people think it actually is. 
And, you know, fear started to overcome me because I started seeing how, you know, again, I saw the news reports over there in China and everything. And then I saw China locking themselves down. I, I saw them welding doors shut. And I said, oh, my God, this is horrible. And then I saw it go over into, go over into South Korea. And then I saw them shut down parts of their cities, right? But here's what happened. By the time it came to America, and by the time you know, it went to Japan and everything like that, right? Then it, once it came to America, even Donald Trump said, well, and he followed Fauci, he eventually came into the, um, uh, I guess, to the conclusion that we have to shut down somewhat, right? And all of us were back then, we were fed this story that, well, we're just, you know, I guess we have to shut down, social distance, you know, hunker in for about two to three weeks to flatten the curve. And that's what we would, that's all we would need. Now, those two to three weeks, by the way, are still being extended till for some parts of the country till this very day. I mean, some parts of this country, we haven't gotten over social distancing at all. And right now, that has become the dogma, the faith, the blind faith of now the left. Social distancing, mask, shutdown. In fact, Joe Biden said, hey, you know what? If you don't listen, we may have to go back to that. All right. So that's been the mantra of the left. And the and this is one of the talking points that they use to I guess get people to vote for Joe Biden because Donald Trump did not believe in mask wearing. He did not believe in social distancing. And there at the White House, they were out there having parties, out there, you know, hugging. You know, they were still getting tested, being very careful, but they didn't want to wear the mask. You know, when they met with people, other politicians, they weren't wearing masks. Of course, they had a little minor outbreak there. But everywhere in the country, everywhere in the world, even with dignitaries who wore masks and who did social distance, they still got infected. Oh, I'm sorry, that's my guinea pig talking right now. So, you know, does the question rose, does social distancing and mask wearing actually work? And the answer is that if you look at if you just look into the data, when mask mandates were instated throughout the whole country, okay, every single state that that said you have to wear a mask, when they said you have to wear a mask. Did the virus infections go down? Absolutely not. And before that, they said, first of all, you have to social distance when we lock down. When we lock down, did the, did the virus stop spreading? Absolutely not. It kept spreading. Look at New York, all right? Now, in parts of the country where they didn't lock down, did the virus increase exponentially in their spreads? Absolutely not. In parts of the country where they didn't wear masks, such as North Dakota, I think Iowa didn't have a mask mandate for a while, and even Florida, Florida never had a real big mask mandate. Did they, did they um, ever, did, did their virus outbreak become worse than New York City? Absolutely not. In fact, if you take a look at the data, and again, I'm just following the data, now, um, People who in, in cities or in states which had a mask mandate and social distancing and were very, very strict, their virus numbers shot up exponentially a lot faster than those states that didn't impose lockdowns or masks. Now, can you explain that in any type of sense? I think you could because, say, for example, South Dakota's people are naturally social distance from each other already, right? And in Florida, people don't live on top of each other as much as they do in New York City. 
But if you take a look at New York City, it's the whole state, New York, not just New York City, Manhattan. Um, they Their numbers also exponentially went up. In New Jersey, their numbers exponentially went up. Again, New Jersey, they don't live... They don't live on top of each other like they do in New York City or Manhattan, right? You know, New, New York, in New Jersey, their numbers went up exponentially when they imposed mask mandates and also social distancing. Here in Hawaii, here in Hawaii, the same thing happened to us. Once the governor said, well, time to lock down, our numbers went up. Mask wearing, the numbers still went up. It didn't matter. It did not matter. Now we are, here's the thing, okay? When I barbecue or when I do any business, we always eliminate, you know, if we're doing something wrong, if we're trying to troubleshoot our business or, or anything, we try to elim- eliminate one thing at a time, or even if we try to add something one at a time, right? Add an ingredient or add a service or add, or add something at one at a time. And we, we basically analyze the data after, after that to see if what, whatever we did changed our result. And in this case, when they added mask and social distancing in every single state, in fact, other, in fact, even other countries, you can see that line shoot up exponentially faster. Because again, you're confined with people who have the virus. And now the deaths also shot up because all of a sudden, if you're confined with people who have the virus, now your viral load will be much higher. So hospitalizations went up. Now, what happens when you have when, when people are out there, out and about, right? Are they spreading it to other people out there? Well, the odds are that they're not. And when people go outside for some reason, they're out in they're out in the sun. Maybe the sun, the UV rays are killing the virus that's already on their skin. Maybe they're getting good vitamin D out there, you know, to help their immune system work a lot better. Who the hell knows? Maybe they're, they're exercising a lot more, right? They're not being couch potatoes, not sitting inside watching Netflix. I'm not sure what the reason is, but when the lockdowns eased, when people were allowed to actually walk around on the outside, the infections rate went down. Now, if we just have to take it, now here's the funny thing. Here in Hawaii, our mayor said that he's looking to get results like South Korea. Now, South, in fact, I remember Dr. Fauci saying that either America should take a look at South Korea and then see what we we can do to get the results of South Korea because South Korea's numbers numbers were very very low, and people were looking at that and saying, "Well, look, well, look at that, they're wearing masks." Okay, fine, they're wearing masks. Okay, and they were wearing masks from, from the very beginning. But in fact, people in South Korea and in Japan they kind of have a mask wearing culture already to begin with. Uh, here here in Hawaii, we, we'll see Japanese tourists and we'll see them wearing masks. We'll see, you know, you know, again, people from South Korea come down here and they're wearing masks. Even people from China, they, they like to wear masks. And, you know, the reason for that sometimes is because the air is there is just so bad. And in Japan and Tokyo, it's very, very polluted. In China, it's also very, very polluted. You know, the air is not as clean as ours. But anyway, so, but here's one thing they forgot to mention. South Korea never locked down. The clubs were still open. The actual clubs were still open. Restaurants were still open. You know, they didn't impose any type of social distancing whatsoever. They had people wearing masks, but they were wearing N95 masks. They weren't wearing these cloth masks, right? So, again, there's a difference, right? They were wearing N95 and not cloth masks, not bandanas, and maybe that helped stop the spread. But here we are in America 
Most of us are wearing cloth masks. Most of us are wearing bandanas. So that doesn't do anything to help anything, right? And then on top of that, over in South Korea, they really know how to wear masks. You know, afterward, they, they wear a mask a few times, they throw it away. They know for a fact not to adjust their, their face very much or, or adjust it on their face because that's where you can actually put COVID onto your mouth. Here, here in America, we just, you know, we take it off and put it back on. We, we put it around our chin. We put it on all, all these things. So just that nature of just moving the mask around, touching it and touching your face and everything, it doesn't help. It, it may actually make it worse. Now, do masks work? Yes or no? I think it depends on how you wear it and the circumstance, right? It does make a difference. There's no, there's no, um, you know, doubt. It makes a difference if you wear it correctly. If you're in a, you know, a medical, you're in a medical situation, of course, you in your cert, you have a surgeon there. Of course, you want him to wear a mask, right? But that surgeon or that doctor knows how to wear a mask, and it's a fresh mask. But here in the rest of the world, America, in America, we're wearing the same mask we did a month ago. Right, I have a mask, you know, on on top of my uh, that I leave on top of the um, dashboard of my car, and oh my god, that thing probably has you know every single like virus I know out there because you know I did I didn't wash it, I just leave it on top of there just just to dry it out in the sun, right? And only when it does it does it start to smell funny do I put it on, but you know, I see a lot of other people doing that, and I see a lot of other people wearing like chin diapers, so <laughs> it doesn't actually work the way Americans wear it. And we're not going to change the way we want to wear it. We're not going to wear it all the time. We're not going to wear it. You know, that's just us. It's not in our culture. Anyway, so again, we take a look at the stats from before, right? The old stats. And you see when we, when we started wearing the mask, because we're not like South Korea, we, don't, we cannot expect the same type of results. Until the rest of America starts to figure out how to wear a mask correctly and for us to throw away, unless we're all wearing N95s or surgicals, and then on top of that, not moving them up and down or touching them, and then throwing them away after one use, they're useless. They're complete. And on top of that, we can't be wearing them all day, all right? You can only be wearing them for about a couple hours, and then they become useless. They're only good for that one Time you wear it. Like say for example, if there's COVID in a like in the supermarket, you wear it during that one trip, and that's it. That's it. You have to throw it away. But how many how many of us actually do that? Right? None. Absolutely not. You're going to wear that for a month, right? Or even more so, or until it until it breaks on you, right? But that's not what that's not what they do in South Korea. So we can't take a look at just stats. We have to take a look at our culture. We have to take a look at our habits. And think about and think about that when we take a look at whether or not masks work or not. Now, personally, I don't like it because I can't breathe with it. All right, I'm sure some of you who have asthma, like me, you know, probably agree. All right, but you know, to me right now, I'm just saying to each their own, because there's so many people right now getting vaccinated, and the vaccines seem to be working. Now, again, like I told you, when we take a look at, you know, how do we figure out how things work in businesses or in cooking? You know, again, when we add an ingredient, we add an ingredient, we say, wow, well, we added a little bit, you know, this, this, this barbecue doesn't taste great with garlic powder on there, right? We, then we take it out. It doesn't work. Well, we can see that when we start adding ingredients to COVID, say, for example, the ingredient which we added was the vaccine. When we added that to COVID, the numbers went down dramatically. Now they're starting to plateau because we're hitting a portion of our our um, 
it looks like we're hitting a portion of our, uh, I guess, uh, uh, I guess our uh, population that are young enough, and this is our our, bla- our base plateau of the young population who are not vaccinated right now. So again, the people 45 and under, they're not vaccinated, but they're still getting infected. But the deaths are coming down dramatically. So again, our vulner- people who are vulnerable, they're getting vaccinated and their deaths are dropping. In America, we ha- I think the total America, we had 751 deaths over this weekend. That is so low. I mean, that is really, really, really low. I mean, just to explain how low that is, there's a lot more people who die from, you know, you know, opioids and accidental overdoses of drugs than COVID right now. That's how low it is, okay? So, you know, you really have to take, you know, take a look at these statistics that are coming out, coming out now because we are headed in the right direction, especially with these vaccines. Now, am I advocating for you to take the vaccine? Absolutely not. If you don't, if you don't want to take it, don't take it, all right? But here, right now, which I find funny, is that Fauci and the CDC are just now changing their rules on social distancing. You know, before it was six feet. It was six feet from, I think, the beginning of time. It's six feet now. I mean, it's six feet. It's been six feet for so long. I think a lot of, a lot of stores have these stickers on top of them that says, you know, make sure you social distance by six feet, which right now nobody actually follows. And they have these arrows. Remember the arrows saying you must, you know, a lot of these, these aisles are one way aisles and make sure you walk one way and you have to exit one way. Well, nobody really followed that, right? And um, they have, and I think they still have one way to exit as well. But really, no one's really following that at all anymore. Um, and, and, and right now, you know, it's really even funny too. Like in Chinatown here in Hawaii, they have these rules here in Hawaii that only so many people can go into. Uh, I guess, I guess, um, I guess, uh, I guess, a, a facility, right? So they're all all these people, all these Chinese, and you know. Asians, the majority of the people here in Hawaii are Asians. We're all, you know, they're all waiting to go into this one store to buy this, buy this candy, which is kind of customary around Chinese New Year. This is, I remember this last month. And, and they only let five people in at a time. Now, I think they can let in however much they want right now, right? But they could only let in five people at one time. And they said you have to social distance six feet at a time. So five people, six feet, not many people could, could go in. But you look outside, you look outside that store, everyone is butt up against each other, social distancing maybe by about six inches, not six feet. And no one can, and this line goes around the corner. And, and the same thing goes for the line trying to get into Walmart or Costco. No one is social distancing to get into Walmart or Costco. We're all bunched up together. <laughs> but when we go into but when we go into Walmart, we have to social distance ourselves by six feet. It's getting to a point right now where nobody, nobody cares. And nobody cares, and the numbers are going down. And it's like this across the entire country. Nobody cares. Absolutely no one cares. Unless you're a crazy liberal who is just triggered by every single fear out there that CNN has fed them. Then you're going to go a little bit crazy because, you know, we, I've had that before. You know, I think my father, I was in line with my father and he got yelled at by the, the crazy liberal in front of him where my dad just took one step forward and he says, sir, 
six feet, six, six feet, six feet, six feet. And my dad was actually 10 feet away from him. But he was, he put his hand out as though he had some invisible, I guess, you know, force that he was using on my father. <laughs> and my father and I just laughed at him because he's just flat out paranoid. But I don't, I, but this is where it is right now. So Fauci and the whole CDC said that now social distancing can, can come down to three feet. But get this, the WHO had said that last year. In fact, so many scientists have said, well, you can social distance yourself by three feet. In fact, a lot of people have said, well, it's completely, completely useless because if the virus is that contagious, it'll spread no matter what. I mean, I mean it'll spread absolutely. <laughs> it, it will spread if, if it wants to spread, basically. Right, there are so many, uh, I guess, opportunity opportunities for COVID to spread that if it has a chance, it will. So all, all what happens is that you know this infected person has to touch something like a table, and then all what happens is you have to come around and put your hand on that table, and then you just have to rub your, dig your nose or like scratch your mouth, and all of a sudden you have COVID in you. Now it's up to your immune system to try to get rid of that COVID, and is your immune system strong enough? to fight off that COVID so that, again, if you do a contact tracing, will, will it show you as positive or negative or will you get be asymptomatic, which is basically healthy, right? Because again, you could be positive for COVID under this PCR test, but you can also be, also be actually negative, neg- negatively infected. You know, again, that could be a dead virus inside of your nose, which brings me up to another point here. Um, I'm going off on a tangent right now here again, like how you, how I usually do, but just this past weekend, three healthcare workers returned from a trip, um, to, from, I guess, I guess returned from a trip from the mainland. And in, in order to come to Hawaii, you still have to provide a negative COVID test. Um, even if you got, even if you're double vaccinated. So these three people who are all healthcare workers, they were double vaccinated. Again, when I say double vaccinated, we're talking about um, they took the Pfizer or Moderna vaccination. They they took both two shots and they took them over in January, all right? So they took them in January and then they they still had to get tested. Now, when they got tested, their test came back positive. And, um, And they said that, well, apparently you're positive and you still have to quarantine now because you're actually positive. You're, you're actually positive with COVID. Now, here's the thing. It's a PCR test, right? So, yeah, you can have, again, COVID in your nose. But are you actually sick? Did COVID actually affect you, right? So, immediately, what happens out in our news, in our news it comes out and says that, well, apparently the, the vaccines don't work because these people here were infected with COVID, well, well, hold on, back the train up. The people who were infected were asymptomatic. Every single one of them were asymptomatic. And on top of that, the people who traveled around them and they did contact tracing with, they didn't give COVID to one person. Was that virus in their nose alive? They don't, they don't know. They just did the PCR test. They didn't take a swab of, they didn't take a swab of their nose Put it in a petri dish and try to grow that culture. Now, if it was alive, then we can see if or, whether or not it would grow or not, right? And we don't know, you know, how their body reacted because, again, just because when you when you become vaccinated, 
all it means is that when you become, when you come into contact with COVID, you're not going to get sick. And none of these people got sick. So it meant that the, that <laughs> it meant that they were actually healthy, that the vaccine actually worked. That's, that should be a success story. But again, the media and our local doctors are so stupid, they're treating it as something negative. And by the way, I'm going to point the finger to people on the right here because there's many um, right-wing groups that treated this as a negative as well, saying that these vaccines don't work. See, those people got infected. The COVID vaccines will not stop you from getting infected, okay? We're not getting infected, not getting a positive PCR test. The PCR test doesn't test whether or not you're infected or not. What the vaccines do is that they actually create antibodies with, that are inside of you. So when COVID is introduced into your, into your body, you have the antibodies to fight it off so it won't kill you. It won't make you sick, you know, or it won't, give, it won't make you as sick, right? And that's what's happening right now. So the positive COVID tests mean nothing. And by the way, I'm just going to back the train up here again. I'm going to circle back. Just because we have more positive cases, or we have positive cases, and the and the um, the cases numbers are not dropping, that doesn't matter right now, because the hospitalization numbers are not going up. In fact, those are dropping. All right. It doesn't matter if people get infected and they're not sick. Do you understand that? Okay. <laughs> the numbers are plateauing, but hospitalization numbers are still dropping and death numbers are still dropping. That's more important than people who are infected because the people who are infected are healthy or they're asymptomatic, which means they're healthy. Asymptomatic just means they're healthy. It doesn't mean they're sick. All right. Now, an asymptomatic person may eventually get sick, but how many of those people who are asymptomatic who actually get sick later on? Very few. Very, very, very few. The number's down to maybe I think about 1% or 2%. The majority of people out there who are asymptomatic stay asymptomatic the whole time through. Now, I would tell you, and I think I told you this, my couple this past weekend, both of them were actually sick with COVID uh, last year. They both caught it. They're over in Alaska and they both caught it. The husband, his nose started to run just a little. And, and the wife, she just lost her, t her taste of smell for about two or three days. That's it. That was their symptoms, but they were positive with COVID. Basically, their immune system was strong enough to fight it off themselves. That's it. They're healthy. Now they're immune. What are their chances of getting, of getting sick again? I think it's one in 30 million. So you have a chance of getting struck by lightning twice before getting reinfected. What is your chance of getting infected, reinfected, and then dying from that reinfection? It's actually one in one trillion. Okay? Not one in 30 million, one in one trillion. So <laughs> to explain it to you, what are the odds of that? That means you have better odds of winning the lottery or and getting into a uh, uh, and and get into a, a a car accident and an uh, airplane accident and dying from riding a bike, all those put together, and you'll still have a better chance of that happening than getting reinfected by COVID and dying. That's how rare it is. Yet the media would try to paint you, and Dr. Fauci would try to paint a different picture. So, this is where we're at right now, and. 
here's, here's what it is really getting to me right now is that Fauci, Biden, and the whole Democratic Party, they're not following the science. They're creating a religion. They purely want you to follow, 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 follow. So again, if you are a, you know, a liberal, a Democrat, I just want you to you know, sit back and just think twice about it. You know, everything, every single narrative that the Democrat Party will feed you, really question what, how much validity there is to their, every single argument that they have. Are they telling you the truth or are they telling you a version of the truth? I think you have to ask yourself that. They don't, here's the, here's the funny thing. There, a lot of Democrats, all right, a lot of Democrats, I don't care if they're big politicians, they are so scared of the truth or so scared of the opposing opinion. They just want that opposing opinion canceled. They don't want to hear, they don't want you to hear the opposing opinion. Because once you hear that opposing opinion, you start to change your opinion because it makes a lot more sense. All right? It's like taking a red pill. Remember the matrix, the red pill, the blue pill? The red pill. And once you take that red pill, like how many of us conservatives have, you know, many of us were very liberal at one time. You know, me, I'm not sure how liberal I was. I think I was maybe a lib more liberal in high school than now. But even then in high school, I had taken my red pill a lot earlier and I started to disagree a lot with my teachers because my teachers, they were stuck in the matrix of stupidity, right? And I'm sorry for, you know, calling it stupidity, but again, liberals, that's where you're at right now. That's where you are at right now. Don't tell me you're the party of science if you believe men can give birth, right? And men can have periods. And don't tell me you're the party of morality when... You know, you consider, you, you consider Republicans domestic terrorists. All right. Now, I bet there are some out there, very extreme radicals out there who are domestic terrorists. Right. But again, those who were at the Capitol were not all domestic terrorists. In fact, the majority of them were not. Okay. And don't try to say, don't try to tell me what happened during the summer and all of, all of those Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots were just peaceful protests and nobody got killed. No, there were a lot of people who got killed, a lot of people who lost their lives, a lot of people who lost their businesses forever, and a lot of towns who are just not going to recover. Right? Don't tell me that. And don't tell me that all cops are evil and don't tell me all, that all white people are racist because that in itself is a racist statement. All right? Let's stop trying to prejudge people based upon the color of their the color of their skin. That is considered racist. You know, I don't look at a black person and think, wow, they can't be smart, right? I don't look at a black person and say, wow, they're automatically poor. I don't think anybody thinks that. What do I think about a black person when I see a black person or a black man who's really tall? I think, man. I bet that guy played sports before or he can run really fast. I bet he can run faster than me. I bet this guy is an athletic marvel. And you know what? A lot of times I'm right, right? There's nothing wrong with, with thinking that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with thinking that. But again, if I think that, they say, well, I'm prejudging and that's racist. I can't do that. <laughs> anyway, all right, so... 
That concludes my show for today. I'm sorry. I was just shooting things from the hip. I had nothing scripted. Hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you around next week. And uh, not next week, tomorrow. I'm going to podcast by... I'm going to podcast tomorrow, not next week. Sorry, that was a slip of the tongue. I'll be here this whole week. All right, I will catch you guys around. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies.